The Sylvia Amelia Julia trio knew that there was no such thing as an afterthought, and the fetus, as Sylvia insisted on calling it, she was keen on science subjects, was probably their father's last-ditch attempt to acquire a son. He was not a father who doted on daughters. He showed no real fondness for any of them, only Sylvia occasionally winning his respect because she was good at maths. Victor was a mathematician and lived a rarefied life of the mind where his family were allowed no trespass. This was made easy by the fact that he spent hardly any time with them. He was either in the department or in his rooms in college, and when he was home he shut himself in his study, occasionally with his students, but usually on his own. More like an absence than a presence. Everything he was, and was not, was represented by the sacrosanct space of his study. Their mother said he was a great mathematician, at work on a piece of research that would one day make him famous. Yet on the rare occasions when the study door was left open, and they caught a glimpse of their father at work, all he seemed to be doing was sitting at his desk, scowling into empty space. He was not to be disturbed when he was working, especially not by shrieking, screaming, savage little girls. The only time they were ushered into the gloomy depths of Victor's den was for help with their maths homework. This wasn't so bad for Sylvia, who had a fighting chance of understanding the greasy pencil marks with which an impatient Victor covered endless pages of ruled paper. But as far as Julia and Amelia were concerned, Victor's signs and symbols were as mysterious as ancient hieroglyphs. If they thought of the study at all, which they tried not to, they thought of it as a torture chamber. Victor blamed Rosemary for their innumeracy. It was clearly their mother's deficient female brain they'd inherited. Olivia opened her eyes and stared contentedly at the nursery rhyme wallpaper. She could feel the weight of Rascal, the family terrier, near her feet. It was absolutely forbidden for Rascal to sleep in the bedrooms, but every night one or other of them smuggled him into their room, although by morning he had usually found his own way to Olivia. Olivia shook Blue Mouse gently to wake him up. Blue Mouse was a limp and lanky animal made from toweling. He was Olivia's oracle, and she consulted him at all times on all subjects. A bright slice of sunlight moved slowly across the wall, and when it reached the lamb hiding behind the hedge, Olivia climbed out of bed and pushed her feet obediently into her small slippers, pink with rabbit faces and rabbit ears, and much coveted by Julia. None of the others bothered with their slippers, and now it was so hot, Rosemary couldn't even get them to wear shoes. But Olivia was a biddable child. Olivia, thumb plugged snugly into her mouth and blue mouse clenched in the crook of her elbow, padded across the hallway to Julia and Amelia's bedroom and clambered in beside Julia. Julia was dreaming furiously. Her savage hair, plastered to her head, was wet with sweat and her lips moved constantly, muttering gibberish as she battled with some unseen monster. Julia was a heavy sleeper. She talked and walked in her sleep. She wrestled the bedclothes and woke up dramatically, staring wild-eyed at some fancy that had gone before she could remember it. Sometimes her sleep was so operatic that she brought on an asthma attack and woke in a state of mortal terror. Julia could be a very annoying person. Amelia and Sylvia agreed. She had a bewilderingly mercurial personality, punching and kicking one minute, 
a sham of cooing and kissing the next. Olivia tugged at the sleeve of Julia's nightdress to wake her, a process that always took some time. Amelia, in the next bed, was already awake, but kept her eyes closed to savour the last drop of sleep. And besides, if she pretended to be asleep, she knew that Olivia would climb into bed with her, hanging on to one of her limbs like a monkey, her sun-brown skin hot and dry against hers, the spongy body of blue mouse squashed between them. Until Olivia was born, Amelia had shared a room with Sylvia, which, although it held many drawbacks, was definitely preferable to sharing with Julia. Amelia felt stranded, vague and insubstantial, between the acutely defined polar opposites of Sylvia and Julia. It didn't matter how many afterthoughts there were. She sensed she would always be lost somewhere in the middle.